and this and this and this and this is Tofen Beam for the TB test. Test, 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 test. What's good, son? It's your boy Tof Dog back with my boy Beam for another episode of the TB Test. And Beam, LeBron James is still the motherfucking king. He is King Tut from the tombs of Egypt. Yeah, full scraping right now. We're we're live on as, a Tuesday. Go ahead, tell the people. Live on a Tuesday as we record. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers have opened up a pretty solid lead on the Houston Rockets in game three of the Western Conference semis. LeBron James, King James, 33 points midway through the fourth quarter, leading his team to victory again like he did in game two, and the man is just on a fucking roll. Yeah, put him. he's like butter, dude. He's just on a roll, and uh, I think he had like four or five blocks. He was just throwing shit to the stands, but... There's no fans throwing it to the plexiglass, just banking off Mike Breen's forehead, uh, leaving a little grease stain on the plexiglass with the ball. So, yeah, he's scraping. <laughs> he's scraping. He is going off. And, I mean, another week, another fucking solid week of action in the NBA bubble. Jimmy G buckets. The G stands for gets. And the Miami Heat just knocked off the fraud. Milwaukee sucks. Uh, you got any thoughts on that series? Those are fighting words right there. Yeah, uh the only thought I have is obviously Giannis got a little injured, sprained his ankle or something, but they weren't looking too good before that. Anyways, I think he's kind of like a KD. Like he's going to have to go somewhere else to get his ring, maybe get that confidence, and then maybe he could take it elsewhere after the fact. Hopefully he's going to Golden State. We'll see. We'll see where he ends yeah. up because you know he ain't <laughs> staying in Milwaukee. No, actually – I think he's, he will end up going to the Miami Heat, the team that just whooped his ass. I think they just whooped his ass so so good. And, I mean, come join us and look at how much better we'll be. You got Tyler Hero out there just fucking brass nutsack, just shooting big shots. Jimmy Buckets, bam, out of bio. They got a little squad. But, uh, yeah, I think before we get into the meat and potatoes of our episode, got to say, like, subscribe, review our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever the fuck you listen to your shit on. Leave us a review. It's the podcast currency. Cha-ching. Come on. Leave us a review because no one's going to listen to the pod without it. Just like you ain't buying the Amazon Texas Instruments calculator without any reviews. So we would appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, not only we have NBA playoffs going on, it's about to be week one of the NFL season, baby. Let's go. How do you oh, feeling, Topher? Baby. TJ. Oh, baby, I like it raw. ODB. It's about to be so lit. And uh, we get NBC twice this week, so that means we get Carrie Underwood's Traeger ass <laughs> on our TVs twice this week. So I'm fucking waiting all day for Thursday night, but uh, super stoked. To have NFL here, it's kind of weird. Snuck up on us. We haven't had preseason to talk about and all that kind of shit. Nope. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a great Sunday of uh, 
seven hours of commercial free football with Scott Hansen, baby. Yeah, the NFL season snuck up on us, and now it's more active than a pledge three days after getting his bid. So, uh, <laughs> that's pretty fucking active. Pretty active. Uh, I can't wait. We start off on Thursday. This pot, the pot will drop on Wednesday. So, tomorrow, um, with the Texans Chiefs on Thursday night, you know, Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl winners always play the first Thursday back. And uh, I heard they're having 22% capacity. Last I heard, I don't know if that's still the case. COVID, fuck off. Oh, the fucking football team at Kansas City, man. They're going to be more lit this year than the bottom of your grinder. The Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> can get that shit done. Uh, I think they're going to whoop some ass on Thursday night. But I think uh, the last few weeks we've given some solid predictions. Uh, hopefully they'll play out in our favor. Carolina. I know the Panthers aren't winning the division, but Go Teddy. Uh, I thought that uh, you know we take a little deeper dive in this week one slate. We haven't had football since the Super Bowl in February, and uh, beam. Just looking at the schedule off the top, not counting our teams. Uh, okay. The Browns and 49ers for week one. Do you have a, a game or two that stands out in your mind that's like must-watch television? Uh, I mean, obviously week one, so much shit happens. It's usually the most uh, upsets you see. You get the your, your eliminator pick that you're like, oh, this team's for sure going to win, loses. Just based off of the previous year. Yeah, yeah. loses 75% of the time. But uh, I think there's going to be two to three competitive real competitive games just on paper and the first one being the nfc north we have a division divisional game which there isn't a lot of divisional games week one uh packers and vikings to lead it off i think yep i think aaron Rodgers, he's on the comeback tour they like i said a couple weeks back they drafted a qb um it's kind of put him on the hot seat a little bit Maybe he's going to mentor him up like Brett Favre did to him. And the Vikings, they had a great D last year. They, the funny thing is they both lost to the Niners in the playoffs. So, um, But, yeah, <laughs> they got rid of Stephon Diggs, so we'll see what they can do. They got a rookie receiver in Justin Jefferson from LSU. He's where a stud. Did, so we'll see. Where did Diggs end up? Where did he's Diggs in end Buffalo. Up? He's, he's circling the Buffalo. wagons. He's circling the motherfucking wagon. So I think that's going to be one of the most competitive games. And the other, which is a rematch from a playoff game a couple years back, it's going to be the Cowboys and the Rams. Both NFC games. Um, Dallas coming to the new stadium. The Rams are on hard knocks. I didn't watch it this season. I don't have HBO. Give me that login if you got it. Shoot it, shoot it to I me heard in the DM. I heard it was pretty trash, my guy. Was it? Yeah, I heard that, but, I mean, that's just a little birdie told me. Cowboys and Rams, I think that's going to be a good game. Cowboys probably the favorite. I don't know off the top of my head, but uh, they'll probably blow it at the end. So we'll see. Do you have any that you like on paper for week one, Timothy? Tell tell the people. Yeah, I got a couple that stand out. I'm glad you mentioned the Vikings and the Packers. That was not one that made my list, but uh... – it's going to be a great game, usually is when those teams get together. I think that was the game a couple years ago where uh, Clay Matthews got called for the most bullshit roughing the passer penalty of all time. But uh, my top game of the week is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. Ooh. I mean, Tom Brady 
not in New England Patriot gear is going to be a sight to see. I mean, you know his ass playing, I think they're on the road, yeah, playing in the Dome. You know he's still going to have eye black on, still repping his look. But, uh, I mean, I'm interested to see what the Bucks have. They have a shit ton of weapons. Since we've last recorded, they've acquired, well, not even acquired, they just signed Leonard Fournette off the streets after he was dumped by the Jaguars. Yeah, he had a decent uh, year last year, too. It was a little surprising, but we'll see. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what he's got for the Bucks. I think Bruce Arians can do it, but really their offensive line sucks. And so I don't know if Tom's going to be able to stay upright all year. That's one of the storylines I'm looking forward to the most this year, especially coming out hot in week one. Uh, and the other game, and I think this is the third week, I have just been on this team's nutsack. Gurgling I can't him. wait to see a West Coast team going east you know what they say that body clock at 10 a.m just doesn't do the same Mm -hmm. but mr unlimited (laughs) and the seattle seahawks traveling to face their former coach the atlanta falcons i don't know if you knew this but the falcons they do not like marijuana um the atlanta falcons are frauds most of the time yeah for some sick reason i did have them making a wild card they came on hot at the end of the year, as you had a front row seat to at Levi Stadium. Yeah. And uh, it's 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 a game that I wouldn't be surprised if the Falcons win, but I did pick the Seahawks to go to the Super Bowl. So I expect them to go out east into the dirty, dirty, and uh, cook some Falcons up. But those are my two most intriguing games. The Monday Night Football games, I think they could have done a little better. Yeah, kind of ass. Titans Super and, ass. Titans and Broncos and Steelers and Giants and the Giants yeah not the best I I, I mean the NFC sorry, cha- NFC far, East but... champion New York Giants by the way go ahead uh, I mean the Broncos we were both really high on and I always sell the Titans a little short but we'll see actually last year is uh the game in Denver kind of turned around the Titans' season, not in a good way. They got their ass whipped, I think, like 16 or 20 to 0. That was the game, though, that Marcus Mariota officially got benched and Ryan Tannehill yep. came in and the t- Titans turned their year around. So, I mean, see how they get after him. Obviously, we got the news today that Von Miller might have a really serious injury, which really sucks after they lost Bradley Chubb four games into the year last year. Yeah. But uh, those are my top games. I really like yours as well. We got I love the division. Divisional games, games coming out the top. Yep. I have yeah. I have one other kind of a bold upset kind of pick. I guess it's an upset, but like I said, it's week one. Anything can happen. Um, I'm going to pick on the low low the Cincinnati Bengals, Mr. Joe Exotic himself, on his debut day, taking down the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, and the Chargers got a – a great defense, we know. I think Derwin James is out for the season off of meniscus, which is kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, I think he is. That, he is out for a while, I believe. So meniscus usually isn't a season-ending injury, but uh, it is this year. And the Chargers, they are going to start 0-1. So I'm picking the Bengals over the Chargers if you're placing a bet or something. Might be a good look. Um, I just had one other observation about the NFL season, as we know. I mentioned in the beginning the Chiefs are going to have 22% capacity, I believe it was. Fans, yeah. fans in attendance. Um, yes, sir. Fans aren't going to be in attendance for the majority of these teams. So I think in past years, the home underdog, home dog, uh, 
uh, are ones to look out for because they're just so underrated. They're down points at home. Um, but I don't think that's going to be quite a big of a thing this year because no it's fans. It's a great call. No great momentum. Call. Uh, one of the, one of the I guess, miscellaneous things that's going to be a part of the season is that all the stadiums are going to – um, I mean, if you watch any of the NBA games or MLB games, they have piped in crowd noise, and every NFL stadium is allowed to pump in noise at 70 decibels. Ooh. But to my understanding, that happens when the offense, you know, whoever's the home team, it doesn't matter if they're on offense or defense. So I don't really get that. Um, you touched on the Chiefs having 22% capacity at Arrowhead. Uh Actually, Joe Exotic will have up to 5,000 Bengals fans. There might only be 5,000 in the world at his game. (laughs) So you got some pretty interesting nuances with that going on. Um, It's going to take some getting used to without the fans there, but uh, I I think when we get to that witching hour and we were all rock hard about, you know, 1230 on Sunday, yeah. But uh, you gave me your two top game, Beam. you, You touched on those eliminators. Um, I have no idea if there's only one team that I say they're absolutely going to win this week. But uh, who's do that? you have anybody? Yeah, who's your one absolute win? I'd like to hear it. Well, like I said, light it up like it's the bottom of your motherfucking grinder because the Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and the boys. There is no way they're yep. going to lose to that Rigatoni Jabroni, Deshaun Watts. No, not Deshaun Watson. He's pretty good. Bill O'Brien. <laughs> Shit, I might have had some Kansas City Keith myself. But <laughs> Deshaun Watson, definitely a hog. Bill O'Brien, poodle. Yeah, Bill O'Brien, trash. He's he's if he's not on the hot seat, the Houston management and owners need to get Das boot. Um, he is the management. He is. See, see how much I even know. He, he's a scrub. He's he, got a butt chin. He's the general manager. Yeah. Wow. Um, who's, who's your lock of the week? That master lock, I have lock a, it up. I have a co-lock because I'm, I'm pretty confident these two AFC squads, I went all NFC on my competitive games. I'm picking Stefan Diggs' new squad, Circle of Wagons, baby. Buffalo oh, Bills. The They're always circling. Buffalo Bills are going to take down the New York Jets. I heard there's a, there's a competition in the backfield for the New York Jets. They got rid of Jamal Adams and... The secondary, ah, just not vibing with him. And who the uh, fuck's competing with Le'Veon? Frank Gore, dude, thirty-six-year-old oh, Frank Gore. I swear, here. yeah. Saw the report. Oh my god! Taking Adam splitting snaps. Smoke. Yeah, maybe, but uh, I think Buffalo's gonna take it to him. Josh Allen's getting a lot of flax, and he's not a legitimate quarterback. But I don't believe that. I think he's. Uh, not one of the top. He's got a big arm. He can run the ball, make things happen, make things happen. And then the also, also can't even talk today. Holy shit! Uh, I'm taking Indy over the Jacksonville Jaguars because they're Ooh, ass. I like that. And yeah, uh, Philip Rivers. I want to see him get a little momentum, get some going here. Get the, get the Indianapolis. In, what is it? Indianapolis. What people from Indianapolis called? I think they would be called Indianapolis Knights, maybe? Knights. Get them all hyped up. Start thinking about Peyton Days and all that stuff again. So I'm picking Colts and Buffalo as my locks. Um, But, yeah, should be some good games. I almost picked Buffalo, but 
I think the Jets can give them a little fucking game unless Sam seeing ghosts again, but um, we'll see. I, I expect Buffalo to win as well. Don't get me wrong. The Jets will always they'll, they'll bend you over and fuck you raw sandpaper finish. <laughs> but uh, we're getting fucking football on Sunday. We're getting Carrie Underwood twice this week. It's a good time. Scott to be Hansen. Oh yeah. Oh, gonna be so good. I actually have to he subscribe does. to Red Zone because I'm not subscribed as of right now. I need to rate, review, and subscribe oh. Red Zone. Crack streams, bro, all day. But uh, <laughs> Scott Hansen, he's the man that men want. He's the guy that men want to be and the women want to be with. That's the dude. That's for sure. And he's single. I'm pretty sure. So you should hit him up. Sign his DNs. For sure. Um. So your team, the Cleveland Browns, they're actually playing the Ravens. It's just not gonna oh, be that's good. a proper stand. Are they the Cleveland Browns, like literally now? The Cleveland Steamers? They they definitely are. After uh, today, breaking news: um, Odell Beckham likes shit on his chest. <laughs> he likes to lay the hot brown stuff right between the taco meat. <laughs> hey, you you remember you see not another team movie, yeah? Yeah. When uh, the one the one girl that's the sister, I haven't seen this shit in so long, and she's like, how come every time I tell a guy that he could fuck me, he sticks it in my ass? <laughs> and he's like, that's too much information. <laughs> and she's like, no, too much information would be telling you that after I'm done, I take a shit on their chest. <laughs> that's, that is Odell Beckham Jr., my guy. Oh, yeah, if you didn't hear, uh, breaking news, I think we, I think we clarified this in our pre-pod talk that it's the same podcast of the seven slurps of the Phoenix Suns chick. <laughs> um, oh my God. So this is the new thought podcast, that hoe over there, something something of that nature. But uh, some chick allegedly claimed ODB likes the Cleveland steamer. That's the main reason he moved to Cleveland and accepted the trade. Just kidding. But uh, And this chick was a fucking... She was Jamie Lee Hurtis, Hurt Reynolds, Hurtis Martin, all wrapped in one. <laughs> she was beat. Yeah. If she was a Harry Potter character, her ass was named Hagrid. Oh. She was so haggard. Super, super haggard. Um, I couldn't confirm. I honestly got so uncomfortable, I didn't even watch the full like two-and-a-half-minute clip. <laughs> Did she actually uh, do the deed, do the Deuce McAllister right on him? You know what's funny is I turned that shit off about like <laughs> I gotta watch my words. <laughs> I turned it off like maybe a minute in. He, she was like talking about how he would hit her up and tell her not to shower for a day, and like he oh, yeah. wanted this chick to be like grimy. Mister Unlimited. Mister Grimy get shit on. Oh, that's disgusting. I hope it's not true. But uh, if it is, wouldn't be surprising. I just want to well, whether go ahead. Whether it is or not, the fucking memes in the internet oh. remains undefeated. So good, so good, such entertainment. I wake up this morning. I think you sent the clip. It was like the first thing I saw. I had, I had to get out in front of it. <laughs> As it. a Browns fan, you had to step right in front of the just press release. Um, yeah. Well, I was waiting till Sunday when we lose on like a fucking walk-off pick six in overtime, playing the game of a, 
of our lives versus the Ravens, and we just fuck it up. It's like something like that happening, yeah. but nah, we don't even. Or fuck, hey, now Odell's gonna like fumble and they'll scoop and score to win it, and it's like, dude, you like to get pooped on, and you just got pooped on. <laughs> double, <laughs> double poop and scoop. It's uh, like the double doink, but the double, the double dump. Disgusting. The double shart. I hope it's not true, but I mean, yeah, it probably is. Honestly, you got to be pretty bold to make a claim like that. Maybe the fecal matter, he rubs it on his hands, and that's how they get, like, so sticky so he can make these one-handed catches and shit. That's like, enough. That's enough. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. I'm trying to di- dissect the situation like a frog in seventh-grade science class. <laughs> uh, so, definitely a scandal to look out for. If you haven't checked the memes, just go on any social media platform and put hashtag Odell and just hashtag enjoy yourself. Uh <laughs> One of the, so you and I the last few weeks we've done our MySpace top eight snake draft for different situations, and I thought it'd be fun to flip the script, flip the shit, and do a MySpace <laughs> bottom eight Cleveland Steamers edition, um, and do our worst scandal picks. So do you have a few of those ready to go, Tim? Yeah, I think I do, man. I'll let you bat lead off like some baseball player that I don't know the name of. <laughs> Mookie Betts, bro. You could have just thrown that one out there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know the Derek Jeter back in the day for a little bit, maybe. We'll see. Nah, he bet a second. Okay. I mean, pretty good. Pretty close. I mean, he was only one spot away. But uh, I think I got a couple. Uh, my number one is actually a pretty current event. Okay. And it, it has to do with Dr. Dre and his wife and her demands for their divorce and what she's expecting monthly. Have you heard about this shit? I have not. Please enlighten me like a Buddha. So (laughs) I don't have all the details 100%, but um, Dr. Dre was married to, uh, I don't even know his wife's name. Oh, Nicole Young was her name. That's what it was. And they are just recently filing for divorce. And They've been married for a long time, and since the Chronic, Nicole, since since the Chronic, I don't know. That's the Kansas City Chiefs, but Nicole Young is trying to ask for two million dollars a month for temporary spousal support. Would you like to hear what she's asking for? In addition, I mean, let's be let's be fair. It's actually. $1,936 $1,936 a month that she's asking for. But, okay. Uh, yeah. What's what's the details of that $2 million? These are, she's hashtag living a best life. <laughs> Laundry and cleaning, $10,000 a month. Clothes, $135,000 a month. Oh. Education for tuition and living expenses. $60,000 a month. Bitch, I fucking lived off Top Ramen and Cup Noodles. Laundry, 10000 That's where I got stuck yeah. at. Go to the laundromat. Entertainment, $900,000 a month. Living lavish. Isn't Dre worth Charitable. like a billion? Go ahead. Keep it yeah, going. Yeah, he's got to be worth some crazy shit like that if she's asking for $2 million a year. Uh, but the other things are charitable contributions. You know, 125000 no big deal. Mortgage, 100000 Telephone, cell phone, and email. I didn't know you had to pay for email <laughs> everywhere. You've got mail. 
20000 a month. So this bitch get a is Gmail. spending... Get a Google Suite. Go ahead. <laughs> get some fucking Hotmail. Come on. Uh, $900,000 a month in entertainment? What, like, what do you think you could do with that? Like, I don't even know if... She's trying to just, like, have the same lifestyle. Obviously didn't have it's a prenup, so she's going to the courts, going to Judge yeah. Judy. Like, yo, I'm struggling over here. I so, need 60K a month. Go ahead. That's a that's a scandal scam if I've ever heard one. And I mean, I don't think I, I mean she might end up getting the actual two million. I would hope that she doesn't get quite that much, but she gonna get a lot of money a month. They'll probably settle, and uh, she living it up and doesn't have to do shit for the rest of her life. Yeah, they'll probably settle on a mill, split the difference. Yeah, that's that's sad. Get a prenup, Dr. Dre. He did it right, I guess, because he was the bread maker, so he didn't get one. Or I guess yeah. you would still want to get one, right? So they couldn't pull yeah. this card? I don't know. I don't plan to, well, I to think be in been, situation. I, I'm a new jack puss on their whole marriage situation. I'm just not, you know, this is a recent thing that I found out about. They, I think they were married for a really long time, though. So she might have been with them from the from the get-go. I don't know when she hopped on board. But, doc, yeah, I think Dr. Dre's worth like a fucking billion dollars, like you said. So pretty yeah. not chill to lose out on that much. But, hey, uh but that's our number one currently in our number one position. That's our worst, let's, uh, our bottom, our bottom bitch, uh, for let's, Cleveland uh, Steamers. Give me, give me, give me two and three on that top line, baby. Two and three. I'm gonna rattle them off here for you. Number two. You know we love golf on this pod. We know who the greatest golfer of all time is. Number two is gonna be the Tiger Woods sex capade, sex scandal. <laughs> uh. Back in, I believe it was like 2010-ish, top of his game. That's about right. He's been at the top of his game his whole career up to this point. This was like the first kind of falter. Uh, yeah, his wife at the time, Elin, took a, found out about some, found out he was cheating, took a nine iron to the car. He crashed it into the mailbox. It was on Thanksgiving night or Black Friday or something like that. Crazy. Comes out, he admits to having sexual relations with over 120 women, um, most of those unaccounted for, actually. There was, was about, like, 14 that came out and straight accused yeah. him. But uh, he admitted to over 120. And it just got worse and worse from a PR standpoint. And he was just slaying every stop on the tour makes, and they travel all the time. So, you know, oh, he, yeah. had, like, he had, like, porn, porn stars... Just random waitresses from Applebee's. Like, didn't matter, dude. Just no limitation. Number one golfer in the world. Number one athlete from a money standpoint in the world. Number one choner in the world. He was just banging down whatever. Uh, yeah, so Tiger Woods, obviously, 2013, he had a great season. Kind of That was like his first return back after that little lull. And then all of his injuries, and we know he won the Masters in 2019. So... He's doing okay. I think his PR has finally gotten back to uh, a normal level. And he got a lot of sponsors back. He lost a lot of sponsors, but got a lot back or different ones now. So that's my number two. And my number three, I'm going outside the sports world and okay. into the music world like you did. King of pop himself, Michael Jackson. Don't stop taking it. When he got... Uh, <laughs> Just beat it. Yeah, these, are, these aren't these are looking good after this. Uh, the names of those songs suck. 
because he was charged with molestation uh, back in, like, 2008. And uh, you just, you never want to see it. For It's disgusting, obviously. But you see your hero, the King of Pop. Um, he actually was acquitted of all charges. So he never got, he never did time or did had any punishments for those. But uh, kind of really wrecked his persona. And we all kind of know, you don't want to go to the Neverland Ranch. And if you went... Not a good situation. So, Michael Jackson, number three, worst scandal. Telf, back to that's you. That's a good one, man. That's a that's a real good one. There's an amazing episode. Still makes me laugh to this day of South Park. That uh, yeah, goes pretty goes pretty in depth on it. But uh, <laughs> this is tough. This is a tough one because this is gonna be the last line of our our top row. Okay. Um, hmm. I am going to have to make the decision because I really fucking hate them and it's relevant because they're actually playing the Oakland Athletics as we record in game two of a doubleheader. But the fucking Houston Astros cheating and banging on trash cans and using, you know, illegal videos like from center field at their ballpark to steal signs and steal their way to a fucking world series arguably in 2018 uh there's been a lot of scams in baseball uh i could have mentioned the black Sox scandal in 1920 this is just my way to get a few more out there yeah they're not making the list but these are our friends on our myspace you know yeah um, for sure. pete rose gambling on baseball while he was a manager for the cincinnati reds uh but you know the houston astros just fucking in current days just doing the shit they got away with, banging trash cans, winning the World Series. If I was a Dodger fan, I would be furious. Like, as an A's fan, they won the division a couple years in a row and uh, forced us to play in a one-game playoff and get scraped both times. Per usual. Yeah, per usual. It's just the standard. But they're, you know, still a good team. They have good players. I think that's the thing that sucked the most is they had really talented players already, so to give them that much more of an advantage was – Cruciano Ronaldo, as the kids might say. I don't think any kid actually says that. I think it's just me. But uh, <laughs> definitely, yeah, I, I got the Houston, <laughs> the Houston Astros, uh, number four overall, scamming their way to a World Series title, number four. All right. Well, you know this is a snake draft, so I do. I do. For us? Yeah. I do. Uh, number four, I am going to number go five. with, I guess, number five. <laughs> I got you. I'm all over the place. Call me Jamie Damn, from you, JRE. I think I just got to go with, uh, OJ Simpson. Oh. OJ Simpson probably should have been number one on this list because, I mean, allegedly, but he, he killed his fucking wife. Yeah, and, uh, and neighbor. Allegedly, though, that's a big thing. Allegedly. Just like alleged. the Michael Jackson thing. It was more scandal because it was like a shock, a shocking accusation, even though he did it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and OJ like was, you know, obviously this famous football player that had done great things both in college and in the pros and just... I mean, we were young bucks, young hogs, and, uh, you know, the 
the famous, I remember, you know, your parents telling you about, they remember watching the Bronco drive down the highway in this, like, slow-speed chase, and they yep. remember where they were and all those things. It was one of those events. And then to get off, and everybody kind of knew he did it, he allegedly did it, uh, him to get off, and then years and years later, he wrote a book that if I did it, here's how. Like, Oh, he did? That's got to be the biggest scandal of the last 30 years but it's on our number five because we were young little warthogs during that time so yeah. kind of tarnished uh, the uh, bronco brand also no one wanted the bronco after that <laughs> the new broncos are dope though they just came back out so they're making a comeback i, I saw that yeah hopefully oj will get signed he'll make a comeback too maybe uh the buccaneers will pick him up we'll see that was a joke yep. you know because Fournette and stuff anyways okay i got you for sure um all right so back to me snake it back and what are we on six now number six i'm gonna stay in the music game because that's always fun you know i like hip-hop i like rapping once did it as a pastime but uh this guy he kind of does a little bit of everything his name is justin timberlake jt the kids call him nowadays and do you remember when he performed the super bowl uh, oh, this one almost made my list. I love it. Yeah, Super Bowl. He performed in unison with Janet Jackson, our number three pick's sister, and uh, went ahead and performed a wardrobe malfunction on purpose and let the let the nipples fly, I guess the kids are saying. I think no kids <laughs> have said that at all. He pulled off her top. <laughs> Uh, revealed her breast on live TV on a Super Bowl. There's, I have no idea the numbers, but 20 million plus people watching. That was a huge deal. Well, the most people are watching at that moment too. Yeah, it's a fucking halftime show. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, dude, I remember being like 11 years old. Like, yeah, I think it was 2002, 2003, something like that. Some... And just Janet Jackson's booby pops out. You're like, what? And it was like for a second, maybe not even a second. Yeah, it was like hard to even find on the internet because back then it just wasn't wasn't that easy. Now <laughs> that should be everywhere. It'd be on every meme. It'd be like a little oh, JT th- face on her, covering her nipple or something. Think of how viral the the gif of like Shakira doing the tongue thing like went this year. Oh, Janet yeah. Jackson's booby out. Oh, it would have been a wrap. Oh yeah, for sure. So that was a good one. I just remember, like you said, it was kind of younger for us. My early preteen to early teen age so uh how many times did you fucking tug your rope after you saw that <laughs> janet jackson's booby none dude it's disgusting you're sick like i said it was hard it was it was hard to find google wasn't even that that thing around back then so but if you saw it it was burned into your mind <laughs> i've seen it since so i know what it looks <laughs> yeah, like Let's yeah. let's stay on this train here. I like where we're at. I like where we're headed. And I'm going to stick in the adult world for my last pick. And what are we on? Seven, right? Because we do bottom eight. And you'll have the last mm-hmm. one. My last pick is going to be a little star, an adult actress by the name of Stormy. Stormy Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> and her another alleged affair with our president, the Don, um, Stormy Daniels, holding it down. And I think she settled in court to keep her mouth shut, shut signed an NDA saying... <laughs> that was the only time she kept her mouth shut. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, back in like 2006, supposedly they had a little affair and he, I think Don was into some kinky shit too. He probably was hanging with Odell Beckham back in the day. ODB was like 13 or 14, but hey, you never know. Um, so yeah, Stormy and Don Trump for my, to round out my fourth pick here. Tell, send us off, dude. Who you got? Man, uh, I was gonna pick another like adult one, but I'm not just for this one. But okay. uh, we'll get to the honorable mentions we'll, here in a minute. We'll but, keep it PG for our listeners. <laughs> I think this is probably like the second or third shout out that this film has gotten in the last like fucking month or two. But we've all seen the social network at this point, yep. and Mark Zuckerberg meeting the Winklevoss twins and being introduced to this idea that was later turned out to be called the facebook aka facebook.com and uh i mean watching that movie and then like years after their court case has been settled watching the movie and kind of doing some research after it it was definitely one of those things i looked into after seeing the movie to kind of formulate my own opinion Mm -hmm. watching the movie it's like this dude definitely ripped off that idea like he made it better yeah for sure but uh, there's Scandal. no doubt he stole their idea. And in that movie, they make this guy seem like the biggest fucking cocksucker in the world. Um, but Allegedly. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, <laughs> he's definitely a cocksucker in the movie. But uh, JT's in that movie, too. Shout out JT. Let's go. Um, but speaking of JT, he plays that one guy. What the fuck? Napster, bro? I remember oh, Napster. Oh, yeah. The Napster guy. I forget his name now. The Na- I don't know his name either. He's a Napster guy, though. But yeah, uh, Zuckerberg scamming the Winklevoss twins definitely up there. I know they were already loaded, and then they got a good settlement out of everything, but I mean, think of how much Mark Zuckerberg's worth and all of the shit. Did- he was a poodle a few weeks ago for fucking looking like Casper the Ghost with his suntan lotion, but... He was looking, uh, looking see-through, looking uh, very um, transparent, opaque. But yeah, actually, sure. uh, I know we listened to Barstool, Big Stooly guys. I saw the Winklevoss twins were on with Portnoy. Uh, yep, doing that crypto shit. Yeah, so get on your crypto, buy some bitcoins or something. I don't know. Check it out. Did you know that? Did you know that Acon is like? Have you heard about Acon? Recently. Akon and Young Jeezy trying to take it trying easy. Trying to take it easy. Nah, what's he up to? I know his name is Hell Long though. So this dude's like fucking building a. Uh, he's building like his own city in Africa, like, like full on like, like it's fucking pretty crazy. It's like a real life Wakanda type shit, and their currency is a type of cryptocurrency. Huh. And you know what it's called? Smack that. All on the flows. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the A-Coin. Oh, that's pretty clever. It's fucking lit. But yeah, Acon's like doing it big right now. But before we wrap up with this, did you have any honorable mentions that didn't quite make the top eight that, you know, you wanted to kind of throw out there? I have one that's an honorable mention that's definitely worthy of the top eight, but I just chose not to pick it because I was trying to be unique and bold and hipsterish. Uh, yep. but, uh, I'm going to say another presidential one in Monica Lewinsky <laughs> on a fucking dress. Oh, that was the one I was just referencing before I gave the Winklevoss twins. Oh yeah. 
Bill, I Bill mean, doing the damn thing just, with the intern. Just getting. Rush I say you get your dick sucked. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? That was my only one. Did you have another? That was definitely one of mine. Um, I have to get out the 2002 Sacramento Kings Los Angeles Lakers game six. Tim Donaghy oh, fucked yeah. us. Lakers shot 27 free throws in the fourth quarter. One by four. Mike Bibby gets elbowed in the face by Kobe Bryant. R.I.P. Damn. Kings don't even get a chance to shoot it. Fucking bullshit. Um, the Montreal screw job for all my fucking wrestling fans. Give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Fucking yeah. Sure. Hell yeah. Shawn Michaels in Montreal. Bret Hart's hometown. Uh, Vince McMahon calls the decision. Screws him out of the title. Scammed everybody. Only two people to know about it besides Vince. Shawn Michaels and the referee that counted him out. You know, big time WWE guy. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I just didn't do enough research. But there's there's some kind of crazy shit going on with Britney Spears these days, isn't there? Like, Yeah, dude. She, her whole She's like, she's a slave to her dad. <laughs> Uh, I don't understand all that, but I don't really know what's going on, but I had to mention it. Yeah. some She's, like, trapped in the house, but it's quarantine, so it's chill right now, but it's not really chill because she's always there or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, those are is good. She st- is she still bald? Remember when she shaved her head? Yeah. Dude, that was a look. She was going for the thing. She was chill. No, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Dude, she was chill when we were growing up. She was a little heartthrob back in the day, bruh. Yeah. She was on Michael Jackson's radar for sure. Um, but I just want to go off it's... this. I want to bring a little positive note to the scandal situation because I recently read a book. It's actually been like a year now. It's called How Will You Measure Your Life? And it's actually a really good book. My buddy Gabe uh, sent it to me. But this dude talks about like it's called like a slippery slope situation or marginal thinking. And I think this is how a lot of these celebs, right? Obviously, they're entitled. They can do whatever they want. They got a lot of money. But they think he tells the story about this like world famous bank robber who um, has these crazy heists and he started off stealing candy bars. And so it all goes to show you that you start small and then you're like, oh, the next time, like, oh, I already stole a candy bar. Might as well just rob the cashier. And then the next time, oh, might as well fucking rob a bank. So I think that's how a lot of these guys get to that point. And uh, just stay true to yourself, man. Know your know your know your morals. Know your standards. Fuck, philosophizer beam, spitting truth. Snaps to you, bro. Let's, Let's go, dude. Shit. Just don't want to throw that out there. Um, it's a good book too, so check it out. And uh, you know who also has a little bit of scandal around his name was the 2020 FedEx Cup champion, Dustin Johnson. Oh my gosh, another week, another Dustin Johnson win dude but i did watch the 72nd hole and you know who was waiting there for him traeger threw her in oh some cherry God. wood just put paulina <laughs> right on there 12 hours she was in the swing for sure for sure yeah scandals all around dustin johnson but it didn't matter he finally got it done back in like 2016 uh rory upset him he came in second like it was a three-man playoff and anyone but Rory could win, and Dustin Johnson would have won the cup, and Rory won, of course. So uh, yeah. So before before we get on with that, yeah. I had one little fun thing. Is uh, so Dustin Johnson won fifteen million dollars just this last weekend from winning the Tour Championship, but over the last three weeks during the FedEx Cup playoffs, he made eighteen point six million fucking dollars playing golf. 
No wonder he's got a smoke on his grill. Jeez. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's but, a lot uh, of money. The tour season just ended two days ago. Yesterday, I don't fucking know. And uh, it begins uh, tomorrow when you're hearing this. So Yeah. Safeway Open in we- Napa. Starting it back up. Um, just a quick update. To end our, not our season, but the official PGA season, we have a point, point differential of 175 only. So it's a close race. I got you with my DJ pick a couple weeks back. Mm-hmm. Um, I got you by 175. but I can't be mad. At least when I used DJ, he won the tournament too. So <laughs> yeah, that's real. I was kind of a puss, desperate call, but hey, it paid off. So <laughs> Still made it to a playoff. Yeah. But uh, loser of our inaugural one-and-done season will be after the 2020 Masters in November. So we'll play through then, and Loser will have to consume five atomic wings from Wingstop or Buffalo Wild Wings, wherever you get your wings from. Figure that shit out. Get the hottest flavor, man. But a Safeway Open is this week. Let's go. Yeah, this is a week we can't pick any big studs because they're not here. (laughs) They're not playing. But, uh, do you have you a got pick? the fucking first pick. Yeah, you got the first one, though. No, I'll give it to you. All right, I'll pick. I'm going to go with a former Masters champ for this week. He is in the field because he's kind of scrubby. He's not even playing too good. I'm going to go Sergio, the Spaniard. Sergio Garcia in oh, the field. Oh, shit. When you said that, I thought you were going to go Charles Schwartzel for some reason. <laughs> I didn't oh. even know Sergio was playing. Yeah, Charles Schwartzel with the dope hat that he'll bang your mom hat. <laughs> he will. Uh, I'll keep this one short and sweet. I usually have a good story for my picks, and I should, if I was going to do that, pick Brendan Steele. He's won this event twice. I think Phil's just playing this event because there's fucking wine nearby. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go with Joel Damon. He also sometimes wears a pretty swaggy hat out there. Okay. But uh, looking for his first tour win, I think that this is an event that typically – has the ability to produce that. Cameron Champ last year, he's a stud. He won here. Yep. And uh, Kevin Tway the year before his first win. Emiliano the Goat Grillo won hey, here. Let's go. But, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, for, that was his only tour win. And you know that's our boy. That but, is our uh, boy. I just want this for the record. I think that Maverick McNeely top fives it. Who he's the in the field. I think oh, went to we Stanford. Wanna, we want to go record he, picks? Okay, go ahead. Just, just a uh, dude. Dude went to Stanford. Was like a stud U.S. amateur a couple years ago. He's been on the tour for like a year and a half or so. But you know, looking for that breakthrough. Just think he top fives it. Fucking okay. I got a top fiver for you. I like that one. Local boy down for the cause. Um, Let's get it. There's a lot of smoke in that sitch. I don't know if that's gonna play a role. Um, I'm gonna go Kira Detch Abby Barn Rat. The, oh my god. Um. I'm not Dude. even going to guess on this, but he's an Asian player, so I apologize for not knowing the correct Do country. you know about this guy? Yeah, you know all he does is blow his money on Ferraris and Yeezys. <laughs> what he is that? Just, he just buys for, and he smokes so many darts while he's out on the course. Oh, course. yeah, stud. So that's my top fiver for doing one. <laughs> Kiridesh Afi Barner. I think he's Taiwan. He's from Thailand or Taiwan? I don't fucking know. But that's a good. I just, I'm happy to see the barn rat back on the tour, man. <laughs> you know, I hope he's in the final group, just smoking fucking cigs, walking down the 18th. Hey, I saw just kind of going off the cigs talk. 
I saw DJ. He was coming off the range on on Monday on the final round, about to go to his his first tee box for his tee time in his final group, and he just pulls out a fatty chew and just slaps it on the ground. Oh yeah, as he's walking yeah. from the range. So uh, darts and hey, chew. Hey, one last thing before we move on. So his brother's been on his back for a long time, and uh, how you think he tips him out a little bit more than? Uh, fucking he would for he probably just somebody else he probably tips him like the original rate but then just pays for all his shit you know like, i can't I imagine mean, dude, if my if my brother just won 15 mil and i'm on his bag what the standard rate's like 10 percent. yeah yeah that's 1.5 so i mean he, yeah he can't be too greedy off that i guess fuck plus taxes but and... dj's getting the motherfucking brinks truck backed up to his house this oh. week but uh, we already know he's a nominee for the Hog of the Year. He is, because he's such a. Beast. And it's that time, it's that time of the week. Let's go, Hog and Poodle of the Week, Poodle Butt Bitch. Poodle Butt Bitch, and I got two Poodle Butt Bitches. Let's go. So I will go last on the Poodle Butts, but uh, I'll, I'll kick it off with the Hog of the Week. Okay, let's get it. So, I know you have never heard of this guy, but, and I guarantee you, all of our listeners have never heard of this guy. Okay, so why bring him up? His name's Joel Kiviranta. He's a 24-year-old fucking left winger for the Dallas Stars. Okay. And let me tell you a little bit about this guy. Uh, as the NBA bubble's been going on in the in the state, eh, uh, the NHL bubble's been going on in Canada. Big time hockey guys, and we are into the... Western and Eastern Conference Finals as we speak. Yep. But this Joel Joel Kiviranta, I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right, he pretty sure had not. played 11, 11, I watched what I'm about to tell you, so that's why I think so. Okay. This guy played 11 NHL career games going into the, the restart in the bubble in Edmonton. And uh, the, during the playoffs, he had only registered, he had only made the lineup one game prior to last Friday, September the 4th. And I'm going to touch on why that is an important thing in a second. But uh, Kiwi Ronta made the lineup against Colorado, the Colorado Avalanche in game seven on Friday night. And the Avalanche had battled back from a 3-1 deficit to force game seven. And they were winning most of the game. It was back and forth. Great game. Went to overtime. And Kiwi Ronta had a fucking hat trick, including... The game-winning overtime goal, like oh, five or six seven. minutes in, to send the Dallas Stars to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, why this is extra special is last year in the Western Conference Semifinals, the Dallas Stars lost a Game 7 in double overtime to go to the Western Finals. So oh. they kind of redeemed themselves. The kid had, one, I believe, one goal previously in his NHL career he has three of them in one game including the gw goal that's Joel hog Kibiranta, that's hog some, ass motherfucker that is a hog move to triple your pet, career baby. to triple your career goals on game seven including the overtime game winner yeah yeah there was also a cool like highlight somewhere on on twitter dude's a he's he's a finnish national and the, there was a fin, Finland, a Finnish broadcaster calling the game for you know his home country. He's mm-hmm. a big deal back there. And holy shit, you think soccer announcers go crazy on their goal calls? This guy was pretty hyped. 
Nice. We'll have to peep that. Maybe we'll post that on our IG for the people. Be sure. Be sure. Good. Who's your hog of the week? Good deep cut. I'm going to go, and this is going to be kind of out of left left field, <clears throat> and I would name a left fielder if I knew one, but I don't. So do you know one? <laughs> yeah, Robbie Grossman. All right. This is going to be in his his backyard. My hog of the week is Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> let me <What? laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> Uh, he already got brought up earlier in the pod for some not so hoggish things, but let's be clear, they were alleged. All right, and after all that went down, we all laughed at the memes. We had a lot of good fun on his behalf. This guy goes out, he posts an posts an IG picture. The I have the uh, the caption here. It says, "Can't knock me off my pivot, no matter what shit's thrown my way." <laughs> He's making good fun of the situation. It's a great PR move. And I've kind of been on that hog train the last few weeks when I had Drake kind of make fun of himself. Um, and then I, I clicked the comments because that's where the best stuff happens. And he's responding to people in the comments, just making fun of himself. Like, obviously, he he hasn't confirmed or denied the accusations, which now we know probably are true. But uh, I was going to say, what do you think? You think he gets pooped on? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so just, I think that's a pretty hoggish thing to do. Kind of silent the critics with laughing at yourself, like making light of the situation. I'm going to go on a limb and say to continue his hogness, he's going to have a hundred yards week one. Uh, and then that's your squad. That's one of your guys. So throwing that out there for you. ODB or Odell Beckham. Sorry, not ODB. <laughs> ODB second reference. Yeah. Maybe I like RIP. 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 All right, Poodle Toph, who you got? I know you said you had a double duty for us. I got double duty, yeah. So I got my first Poodle is an individual, and it's a Novak Djokovic. Oh. <laughs> second fucking time making the list. You had him? I did have him. No, but yeah, I had him in the past. Yeah, so I think it's only safe to say that he has to be a nominee for Poodle oh. of the Week. It's the second time on here. For sure. But... For those that aren't aware of Novak's recent antics, is the dude's the number one tennis player in the world. He he fucks. He he's Stop. awesome. But this past week, they're playing in the U.S. Open. It's a Grand Slam equivalent to the major yep. in golf. There's and uh, U.S. Open's one of the more prestigious, I would say, after Wimbledon. And well, I guess they're all fucking prestigious. So who am I acting like I know tennis, hella? But uh, <laughs> no, Novak Novak like lost a point or something. And he took the ball and just, like, wasn't looking, and he smacked it with his racket, and it hit, like, a line person or something that was just working the event, and it hit her in the throat, and she, like, went down, had to get carted out, uh, and yeah. um, right the, the rules is right in the jugular, and he was, I mean, I will say in the aftermath, he handled it pretty well, but, like, the dude got disqualified from the tournament, and he was the overwhelming favorite to win, so I'm sure all of his competitors are like, fuck yeah, Novak Djokovic, and he's fucking <laughs> out of the tournament. I fucked that lineup, but you know what I mean? Literally, Djokovic. Is Novak going to have to Djokovic? <laughs> uh. And then my last one, a late nominee, is... Uh, my preseason World Series pick, the New York fucking Yankees, man. These guys have lost five games in a row. They were at one point 
16 and 6 on the season and they are now 21 and 21 after losing oh. to the Toronto Blue Jays tonight they are currently the MLB is letting eight teams in each division make the fucking or each uh, league make the playoffs, so they're begging you to get in. Yeah, literally more teams make it than they don't, and the Yankees are currently the eight seed, barely up by a half a game, and they have the most expensive payroll. Ooh, twenty twenty season, man. You never know what's gonna happen. Fireworks. I put the tofu jinx on them, but who's your poodle of the week? I like it. I like both your poodles of the week, and my poodle of the week is gonna be more of like a group of people, kind of. It's going to go to gender revealers or those who cannot do it responsibly. Uh, did you hear about this, Tim? Yeah, I did. So there's a lot of California wildfires going on right now, including a 10,000-plus acre fire in Southern California that started from a gender reveal pyrotechnic explosion in a grass field. Come on, use your brain. It's 110 now. Uh, yeah, and I, I see a lot of... Homes got burned, a lot of evacuations, so just be responsible with your gender reveal. Throw a softball and miss it and have it land in the driveway so all your friends can laugh at you on IG Live. Shout out Eric Gomez. Um, but yeah, <laughs> gender revealers, um, more so just those guys. It's the second time an arsony or a wildfire. I don't know if that's the right word, an arsony, probably not. Arsenal. Well, it caused a, a car's the wildfire. Yeah, caused the wildfire, so. Gender revealers, yeah. poodle of the week. Yeah, definitely, and I think uh, I think you agree with me on this. Uh, hog of the week, hog of the last few weeks, and moving forward, definitely goes out to uh, all the firefighters working in California. I mean, the whole state is in a yep. state of emergency right now, and I mean, shit. Living in Las Vegas yesterday was extremely hazy and smoky, and it smelled like a campfire, which is crazy because we're not anywhere near those fires yeah. and uh definitely shout out to all those men and women they are hogs duty. and hogheads yes yeah, sir for sure um but uh how about you send us out beam yeah week one nfl some good uh nba playoff situation nhl playoffs so Let's get go. ready for some more live content coming live to you every wednesday on the tb test and as always i'm beam he's telf we out Peace.